You are welcome in Jesus' name. Uh, please turn your Bible with me to Psalm 60. We have just few, few, few seconds. Uh, but it gladdens my heart when we pray. Uh, it gladdens my heart. The one who prays um, is shed from temptation. In the place of prayer, you encounter different things from the throne of God. Psalm 60, I will read from here. You can mute your devices. I will read from here from verse 1 to 5. And then we'll take uh, just one point from our series this morning as the Holy Spirit help us. Oh God, thou has cast us off. Thou has scattered us. Thou has been displeased. Oh, turn thyself to us again. This morning, God will turn himself to you again and your household in the name of Jesus. Thou has made the earth to tremble. Thou has broken it. Heal the, the breaches thereof, for it shaketh. Thou hast shielded thy people hard things. Thou hast made us to drink the wine of astonishment. You will not drink the wine of astonishment. I will not drink the wine of astonishment in Jesus' name. Thou hast given a banner to them that fear thee, that it may be displayed, it may be displayed because of the truth that thy beloved may be delivered. Save with thy right hand and hear me. This morning, God will continue to be your banner and the Lord will save you in Jesus' name. Quickly turn your Bible with me to Isaiah 40. Isaiah 40. Isaiah 40. I read verse 26 up to verse 30. Lift up your eyes on high and behold who has created these things that bringeth out their host by numbers. He colored them by names, by the greatness of his, of his might, for that he is strong in power, not one faileth. Why say thou, O Jacob, and speaketh, O Israel, my way is hid from the law, and my judgment is passed over from my God? Has thou not known, has thou not heard, that the, the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the heavens, I mean, the greater of the ends of the earth, fainted not, you will not faint. In your Christian walk, you will not faint. In your prayer life, you will not faint. In your marriage, you will not faint. Over your career, you will not faint. Hope and life is coming back to you in the name of Jesus. Good news is coming back to you in the name of Jesus. Now I say, fainted not, neither is weary. The spirit of weariness will not enter inside of you. It will not enter inside of me. There is no searching of his understanding. Verse 29, he giveth power to the faint. I'm reading Isaiah 40. I read from verse 26. Now verse 29, he giveth power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. And the young man shall utterly fall. May the Lord bless the reading of his word in Jesus' name. Now, God has been taking us on a series titled, The Power of God. The Power of God. And we have looked at what power is. We have also looked at, you know, series of things that comes with this power. 
And now we began by looking at who is the candidate for God's power, who indeed can receive God's power. The people of the world, they go from one place to another. Some, they tell them to go and bring tortoise. Some, they tell them to go and bring the head of their mother, the head of their father, the head of their children, their husband, their wife, and so on. Anyone placing evil demand, anyone demanding for your head, they will go for you, they will go for me in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yes. Now, that is the extent at which people of the world can go to get power. And for us, if all the Lord is asking that we tarry and wait before him, God is not saying you should go and sacrifice any of your family member. Then would you not rather do it and pay the price? Now, this morning, somebody will contact God's power. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Now, uh, we look at who is the candidate for God's power. We mentioned yesterday the sons of God. People who are born again, who have accepted Jesus. Number two, who is the candidate for God's power? The helpless. The helpless are candidates for God's power. God's power, Sarama, is not available to the one who, who is full of himself. To the one who thinks that he does not need help of God. God's power is not available for anyone who thinks that he's sufficient on his own. God's power is not available for anyone who takes pride in what he or she is doing. God's power is available to those that are helpless. To those that acknowledge the state of their say, Lord, ah, if you don't come through for me on this, I don't know what I will do. Ah, Lord, don't let me be put to shame. Ah, Lord, accept to help me. I can't help myself. I don't even know what to do. When you come to that point in sincerity of your heart, you are in a helpless state. And that is where God is looking for where to prove his power. Oftentimes, God doesn't prove his power in the life of believer because we are too full of ourselves. We rely on our anointing. We rely on our skill. We rely on the scriptures we know. We rely on our position, on our title. We rely on the fact that I've been born again. I've been in this church for 20 years. Well, congratulations. If that is your last time, that is what you are doing, I tell you, you can't contact the power of God. You can't. The Bible says he giveth power to the first. That means to people that are weak. That means to people that know that they are helpless. That means to people that know that say, Lord, except you help me, I can't help myself. We were told of the story of, I had the story of a great woman of God called Catherine Kuma. That when she had crisis, of course, people were accusing her different, you know, when you are representing God, you know, one of the things God taught us early, particularly when it was very indicative that God would be you know, using us in this direction and what he's planned to do is that God, you know, God God is teaching us, he's teaching us that see, this work I've called you to do, I want you to remember, go and study about Jesus. I remember one day, God said I should look and study Jesus, how Jesus responds to all the criticism. As our father of faith responded to criticism. So that is what happened when you are a man of God or you are in the forefront, whatever thing God is calling you to do in life. 
we were told of Catherine Kuma how she almost gave up because of discouragement from people. And that also, you know, I was told that she had a failed marriage. Your own marriage will not fail. My own marriage will not fail. In the name of Jesus, our marriage will stand. If the Lord tarries, we'll still be counting 60-year wedding anniversary. If that is your portion of mutual device and shout a big amen. 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 That is my testimony. That will be your own testimony to a greater Amen. Amen. Together in good health, in sound mind. And so we were told because she had a failed marriage again, all of that, that one day she was going on a road and she reached the road. So the road has a gate. It's like coming to an end, a physical road. And that she was helpless. She didn't even know what to do. She didn't even know that this woman, she was weeping all along that road. And it is like, they should not say that we are told the way I heard the story was that, that Captain Kumar prayed to the Lord, say, Lord, indeed I have come to the right end of the road. Because she was thinking of many things. She was, that she said, Lord, this road has an end here. Indeed, I have come to an end. But if you can use somebody that is helpless in this world, I know I am one of them. If you can use them, then I will serve you for the rest. And God said, hey, then I will help you. And that was the tone of our ministry. To the point that we were told before she died, you know, business partner, we consider it a great privilege to give Tatin Kuma at their private jet. For evangelism. She, you know, she 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 wrote in majesty, demonstrate the power of the Holy Ghost. But what was that? What was it that brought about it? She said one of the prayer was that she said, Lord, if you if you can use a helpless person, please just use me. And that God had a prayer, she wiped her tears, she knew something has happened on that road, and the rest is story. Brethren. Are you helpless or you are full of yourself? If you are full of yourself, you can't receive the power of God. I want you to bow down your head this morning. He given power to the point. Maybe you are full of yourself this morning. You are looking at the number of years you've been born again. You are looking at the number of scriptures that you know. Oh, you are looking at, uh, you know, your position in the church. Oh, you are looking at how many times you attend revival hour. Oh, you are looking at how much offering you are paying and tithe. Oh, you are looking at the work you are doing in the church. If you are, if you are full of yourself, you can't contact the power of God. What is your prayer this morning? Why you mute your device? Lord, I am helpless. Use me for your glory. Fill me with make that your prayer this morning. Go ahead, unmute your devices and tell him this morning. Say, Lord, I am helpless. Lord, use me for your glory. You can use a helpless person. Lord, use me. Use me. Brethren, you are not help you. Before God, you can receive his power. What thing that you are desiring from the Lord this morning, acknowledge the state of your helplessness. Without him, you can do nothing. Lord, I am helpless without you. I am helpless without you. I am helpless without you. Now you can use your devices, ask the Lord what you want him to do as we get set to go this morning. 
Ask him, what do you desire that the Lord do for you? Are you here this morning? You are full of yourself. You are not born again. Say, I don't need to be born again. I was born and brought up in the church. Well, congratulations. Being born in the church does not mean you know who is behind the church. Jesus Christ is the pillar that holds the church. In fact, he's the owner of the church. He's the owner of the church. Are you here this morning? You have not encountered the owner of the church. I'm not talking about uh, you have not encountered the pastor. I'm talking about you have not encountered Jesus. This morning, that same Jesus is here to help you. He's here to meet your need and to set the captive free. Raise up your right hand and say, Lord Jesus, I am helpless without you. I know I am a sinner. Forgive me my sins. Write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, I come to you this morning. Please, Lord, ask from today. Fill me with your power that I may walk before you and be powerful. Now go ahead and ask. Now I pray for as many that have prayed this prayer. Please forgive them. Write their name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, fill them with your power that they may walk before you and break the chain of sin and give them the desire for righteousness. In Jesus' mighty name, I have prayed. Now take one few more seconds. Ask the Lord. Acknowledge the state of your helplessness. Don't be full of yourself. Don't be full of yourself. Don't count on your experience. Don't count on your position. Don't count on your, you know, your skill. Say, Lord, I am helpless. Please help me. Jesus. Father, I give you glory. In Jesus' most powerful name, we have given time. Straight for time. Now you have acknowledged your helplessness. My God will help you. In the name of Jesus, over that matter, you will not be stranded. In the name of Jesus, as the Lord rose up and helped men of old and also helped Catherine Kuma, God will help you. In the name of Jesus, you will continue to depend on the Holy Spirit. In the name of as we gather again in the evening, you will have testimony. Mm -hmm. Because I know there are people here that have received God's help. And you are number one. I am number one on the list in the name of Jesus. Thank mm -hmm. you, Jesus. In Jesus' mm -hmm. mighty name, we are afraid.